Project ACT, Canberra's local current affairs program on Community Radio 2XX FM 98.3. Today, we're continuing our month on gender and sexuality. And today, we're speaking with Jolene Mifsud and her partner Felicity. They're telling us all about their uh, their lives in a polyamorous relationship and what that means. Perfect. Um, so I might just start off with, normally I ask for like uh, an introduction, so um, your names and kind of your uh, experience or interaction with um, the poly community or being poly, whichever you'd like to put yourself forward as. Okay, sure. Do I say hello? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm Jolene. Um, I have been a solo poly um, for quite some time, probably for about three years until I met um, Flick and we've been in a, um, I guess, poly family relationship now for about eight months. Um, and how does that, on, on like a practical level, how does that work with like organizing schedules and um, and stuff like that? It's a whole lot of calendars and talking and trying to schedule things. Yeah, so we moved in um, as a family, uh, we moved into a big home about two months ago um, and we basically have um, Flick shares, so we live with um, Flick's other partner and her their child um, and so we share rooms so every couple of nights, every two nights on and two nights off, um, so we kind of schedule our lives around that because <laughs> I have another partner who I've been seeing for about a year but that's a bit more casual poly um so anything when i when my nights are with flick I, I sort of don't schedule anything um and vice versa so how did you know you were poly <laughs> um i guess this is flick now um i i don't know i was i was in monogamous relationships for a very long time like um up until i discovered you know that you could be non-monogamous with people and it could be okay um so i just i kind of always felt like I could have more than one relationship with one person at a time and it was just until finding about Polly and learning about Polly that I was like, oh, that's the thing, I can do that. Was it a relief in a sense to realise, oh, this is like actually an option in terms of relationships? Oh, definitely, definitely. You get that sense of, oh, thank God I don't have to make this one person satisfy all my needs at once. You can You can find what you need in other people and have this beautiful relationship with everyone. How did you meet each other and your respective partners? Flick and I met about two years ago uh, in the community here in Canberra. I moved to Canberra about three years ago and fell into the burlesque community and the roller derby community. So I've actually made, um, I know I've met a lot of people here in Canberra. Um, And I, I met Flick one evening and there was just something really crazy between us, but, um, it took us a while to get our act together. Yeah, it took us a while. Yeah. Um, I was out one evening and... I was out one evening and um, Flick saw me and, and called out my, like, I love you ink bits, which is like my performer my name. performance name. Um, and I thought, thought it was my opportunity to speak to Flick and I'd met her at a kink party. So I kind of went up and I was like, hey, can we have coffee sometime? Because I'd be really keen to for you to introduce me a little bit more to the kink scene here in Canberra. And then um, we sort of went on a date and that, that was it. Like, <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah. Um, so is there... Oh, sorry, go sorry, on. go on. 
Well, I met my other partner about 10 years ago, and he and I had a lot of back and forth, back and forth, and it wasn't until after our daughter was born about five years ago that we kind of got our shit together and, sorry, sorry, um, you know, kind of sorted ourselves out and figured that we did want to be with each other. So that was like a, yeah, pretty long back and forth with that one too. So is there a, like a large, because um, you mentioned the, the burlesque community and the, the kink community, um, is there a large um, poly community in Canberra or is it a little bit more um, burgeoning at this point? Uh, I think it's beginning to get bigger um, and poly becomes more of a recognised thing, like a way of doing relationships. I think it's getting bigger. Um, like We know quite a few poly couples, poly families. Yeah, um, I, I definitely think it's, in those two worlds, it's um, a little bit more of a thing and more accepting, and people are, uh, are don't. It's not even a bother anymore. Yeah. People are like, "Yeah, cool, that's awesome." And we've also had a few people like message us personally and say, "Like, thanks for being so open with your relationship because it's helped me to see that that's who I am and, and being poly is okay." Mm-hmm. Um, and it, yeah, so we've there. I'm. I think it's getting bigger. Yeah, there is, there's also the ACT Poly group on Facebook, yeah. which I think is about 140 members yeah. or so. Um, so, yeah. Um, it's getting there. Getting there. So, I'm like writing notes as you're talking, so if it's like a long pause, it's not me like not paying attention. No, um, no, I'm not. <laughs> so, you were, you were saying before about um, like people coming to you and saying that you were really like, they're really happy about you being so, so open about your relationship. Uh, mm-hmm. presumably when you have those kinds of conversations, they, you also get asked some questions. What are the, mm-hmm. the, 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 some of questions that, some of the questions that you get where you just go, why did, just, why do you have to ask that? Like, that's we not your business or it's not relevant? We always get the question of if we're, we, if we all sleep together, like me and my male partner and Jolene and I, if we are all a couple, okay, yeah, for a thruple. Yeah, you know, we always get that question. That is probably the main yeah. question. Like, like, what's my relationship yeah. with the other partner? I'm like, well, we're just we're just yeah. mates. We're just really good friends. Yeah, that's definitely the main one. Like, yeah. what's all the crazy threesomes you must have? <laughs> I understand that a lot of um, poly copy, poly couples have sort of um, primary partners and that kind of system. Is that something that you operate on? Um, I don't think there's so much label stuff going on. Like, Flick's my girlfriend. Um, Flick and her partner are, are, are engaged, so they're just each other's fiancé, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't like to use the primary partner and secondary partner terms because I think it's a bit... can actually have a tendency to make one person feel less than. I, I definitely call my partners partners. Um, Flick and I, obviously, we live together. We see each other every day. Um, whereas my other partner is more of a casual thing. Um, so, but she's still my partner. Um, but I wouldn't, def- I definitely probably, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't call them, I wouldn't give them hierarchy places because yeah. I just, love's love and it's all different between all the people. Um, you know, each relationship is a relationship yeah. and they've all got different dynamics. So I think, Labeling them as hierarchical, hierarchical things is not, yeah, no. not where, where we're at or yeah. not where I'm at. But there's things. definitely people that we know that do do poly that way. They have, you know, their primary partners and their secondary partners. And there is, like, to me, there is no wrong way to do poly as long as it works oh, absolutely. for the individual involved. Yeah. yeah. It's just this is the way that we do poly. 
Well, you're saying that like um, lots of people do poly in different ways. What are some of the the misconceptions about poly that are the opinions that people have, like everybody being in threesomes all the time, that you'd like to um, to pay, like you'd like to go away? Uh, I think the fact that um, it's it's all about sex yeah. is is a thing, like that we're all nymphomaniacs and we're all going to steal everyone's partners and you know we just want to have sex with everyone in the world it's it's definitely not that um no no we're more of that we want to have relationships meaningful relationships with people and it's not all about sex yeah like it's not about going out there and picking up all the time or um i think that is one of the biggest misconceptions people just think you're a Dirty slut. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. No. Um, no slut shaming at all. Um, yeah, that's one of the misconceptions. I think the um, the selfishness, like people think you're selfish or can't make make your mind up yeah. or... Um, yeah. Yeah, the selfish... Yeah, we get labelled, I think, a lot of selfish nymphomaniacs, <laughs> which is just really not the case. Definitely not a selfish thing. You you can't be selfish. Uh, you have to work with other people yeah. and um, have massive open communication. Uh, I think it makes relationships stronger and makes definitely makes me a better person mm-hmm. and has helped me to open um, my life up and um, face a lot of things that have held me back in previous relationships. Um, like it's challenging, but I don't think there is any relationship that isn't challenging. And if you're willing to um, work through things, I definitely feel that I'm a better person mm. from my poly relationships. Um, you mentioned before your um, your involvement in in burlesque and in performance and yes. with uh, ink bits. Yes. How does your does any aspects of your um, your sexuality or your um, your relationship come through when your performances. I I haven't done anything to do with poly um, relation anything to do with poly in my performances, but I'm I'm gender queer, so a lot of my performances are gender fluid, um, like tackling or having a look at masculinity versus femininity. So there's a there is definitely a lot of that in my performance art. Maybe you should do it. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hold on, just give me two seconds. Um, and now it's time for a little bit of music. And in honor of the lead singer of the Cranberries, Dolores O'Riordan, who unfortunately passed away last this week, today's song is Zombies by the Cranberries.
that was Zombies by the Cranberries. You're listening to X FM 98.3. The program is Subject ACT, Canberra's local current affairs program where we explore issues from a curious and informed perspective. Today, we're speaking with Jolene and Flick, who are telling us all about uh, what it's like to be in a polyamorous relationship. What do you think are some of the, uh, like you mentioned before, the, the ACT poly group on Facebook, um, what do you think are some of the other um, places that people who think they might be poly or might um, have questions would be able to, to access without um, and actually get like proper answers and not like misconceptions or anything? Um, there's quite a few groups on Facebook. If you search like poly or polyamorous um, on Facebook, you will find quite a few groups that are discussion-based, which is, they can be really helpful. Um, also, there's, if you want to look into like the kink website, there's betlife.com, which will have a lot of poly poly groups, poly discussions, and poly meetups. Um, I know there's a group in Canberra that does like a a monthly munch or dinner night that's poly based, and they um, you know, they have set discussions that people like put forward ideas that they want to talk about, and it's just like a nice round table discussion group. Um, there's also um, podcasts, yeah, um, and books. Mm. So the ethical slot and there's oh, yeah. me and you. I think there's another. Oh, I um, think there's one called Beyond the Two. Yeah, yeah. So there's yeah, there's books and groups and but I I find Facebook if you want to yeah. create it's best for discussion because it's so quick and easy to be able to ask a question and get some immediate responses. Sometimes that can be challenging though because the three of us are all in that Facebook group <laughs> um, and so is my other partner. So sometimes to try and find answers that might necessarily. Um, you know, affect other people in your relationships is maybe not the best place to then go and yeah. um, have your discussion. So sometimes that can be a little bit difficult. But other than that, um, yeah, we're all quite open and understanding and know what's going on in each other's lives. So Yeah, so there's lots of, like, resources out there. So if people are curious or, or think that they yeah. might want to be in a... There's options without. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, like, when I first started reading about Polly was I picked up The Ethical Slut and that was pretty much like one of my favourite books to discuss Polly. I can't remember who it's by though. (laughs) But yeah, it's called The Ethical Slut. It's brilliant. Yeah, I'm writing it down now. I'm going to look it up. I haven't heard of that book. Um, Um, What about situations where, um, and this is a question I've genuinely been asked, how do you know partners is cheating on you like if you're in a quote-unquote open relationship is cheating a thing i think it definitely comes down to some people would consider kissing another person cheating other people would consider texting inappropriate things cheating it definitely comes down to the individual's dynamic and what they've discussed as cheating um and i also think those conversations need to be had regularly Mm. um because there's also a difference between open relationships and poly relationships, in my mind anyway. Um, open relationships, from what I've looked at and what I've read about, is more about um, having encounters with other people, whereas poly relationships is more about having relationships with other people. So as with Jolene and I, she has other lovers, um, but we definitely discuss those things prior to things happening. Oh, and and um, something we've talked about recently, yeah. you know, um, casual sex is definitely not something that 
um, I want to do anymore. And I don't. I um, something that we have discussed that we would talk about before I slept with somebody or brought a new lover into my into my world. Um, yeah. So yeah. we have we've had the discussions at the beginning, and we've also had the discussions recently. Um, it's, it's definitely an ongoing yeah. thing. It's not a discussion that you just have once and that's it. Because people change, people evolve, relationships evolve. Um, so it's something that you definitely have to keep discussing and have that open line of communication that you can bring something to each other with no fear of anger or hurt and just have that discussion straight up. So in a nutshell, like with any relationship, the way to make polyamorous relationships work versus open or monogamous is just lots of communication. Oh, for sure. Oh, definitely. Like, I I talk more in my poly relationships than I ever have in any of my monogamous relationships. I have to. I would have to agree. Yeah. Um, things that I've probably been too scared to talk about in previous relationships, uh, I still get a little bit um, concerned to talk about. But we, I know that I have a we have an unconditional line of communication, and that we are able to work through yeah. uh, anything. Um, and yeah, we both. I, I guess have yeah, healed think, from past relationships, yeah. and um, through our communication, we're able to. Um, well, we yeah. we can see where each other's at, and, yeah. and I think yeah. the main, like the top three, I don't know what you want to call them, the top three vibes for Polly for me, uh, communication, trust, and honesty. Like without those three, it's going to fail. I, I have to. I would have to agree. <laughs> what? Because um, you've previously been in monogamous relationships before. Um, the relationship that you're in now, what is the the biggest difference, like in terms of, not just in terms of changes in communication, but in things that you didn't anticipate changing? Sorry, I'm just thinking. Um, having the security that you don't have to try and make that one person be everything, that it's okay that one person doesn't give you everything you need in a whole relationship, that it's it's okay to to find what you like and experience different things with different people. And the fear yeah. that if you don't, if that one monogamous relationship isn't satisfying you completely, then there must be something wrong with you. Like figuring out that that's complete BS and that it's okay to be yourself with different people. including That includes friends mm. as well. Um, um, I was in a monogamous relationship where that person would basically get jealous of everything that I did. So I was sort of ended up being secluded with just her in my life. Um, whereas I feel I have the freedom to do my life, to, to do my things, um, and know that there there's no um, mm. that Nick's totally cool with everything I do because she's completely aware of everything that I do because uh, we yeah. do talk about everything. Um, so I don't feel bad when I go off and do my derby or do my shows or hang out with other people because um, she's got her own life to live as well. Yeah. So you're not just completely hung up with that one person having to rely or give everything to them, vice versa. Um, you're, you're free to live your life and share your life with with the person that you love and the other people that you you mm. love. So, yeah. It's very freeing. Um, and on the, the sort of flip side of that, because you were talking about how you're in a, you have a poly family and you know a lot of people who are uh, in situations of poly families, 
how are there any changes you'd like to see in how that's viewed and represented and even legally? Well, we want poly marriage because poly marriage would be fantastic because I love both my partners and I would love to marry both my partners one day. Um, so that's like the main thing for me. Um, yeah, <laughs> I agree with that too because, yeah, to be able to marry Flick, um, well, her fiancé's already, <laughs> they're already engaged, so that's kind of not a thing for me, but... Um, Legal-wise, like if the world could, or even this country, yeah. but um, see that these sorts of relationships are, um, are valid. valid? And that, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And that they're not, uh, you know, as soon as marriage equality passed, everyone's like, oh, now they'll, they'll want to marry multiple people. And a oh, lot yeah. of us in the poly community were like, well, yeah, we do. Like, that's not a bad thing. And that wanting to marry more than one person isn't a breakdown of society and isn't, you know, an abhor- abhorrent, disgusting thing. It's just you want to marry, you want to be with the person you love for the rest of your life and you want to recognise that legally and have the the legal entitlements that goes with that. Well, I feel like your, um, in your statement about how when we had marriage equality, the people were like, well, now people are going to be marrying two or three people and then, yep. you know, dogs will be marrying cats. Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, I feel like the second that you start conflating same-sex relationships and poly relationships with, um, with like, BCLV, you need to, like, take the foot off the pedal and, like, maybe yeah. Have to think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because as it comes down to any relationship, it's about consent and you know, you can't consent, to, like a dog can't consent to marry you. So that's just stupid to say that, to to link um, bestiality and, you know, poly marriage is, you know, the same thing. It's just ridiculous well, and, and frustrating. It, even with the whole marriage equality thing, like I've been queer or was a lesbian for a while. Like I've been out for about 20 years of my life um, and always feeling that second class citizen um, you know, you always feel like people are looking at you because you are different. Um, so once again, then stepping and um, being polyamorous, um, there is there's judgment in that as well. So um, for people to compare you to something that is just ridiculous uh, and not see you as an equal member of society um, and have judgment on that is really not an okay. Thing and not an okay place for mm. humanity to be yeah. a- anyway. Yeah. So no, I, I I know what you mean, and I I agree with your uh, with your sentiments. So I might just uh, wrap this up by asking you guys if there's anything else that you'd like to ask or you'd like to say about being in a poly relationship or poly community or any of that kind of stuff. Um, I have to say, like this, my poly family that I have now is the most important thing that I have in my life and I've I've never felt as loved and as cherished and as valued as I do with the poly people that I have in my life and I think if people just recognize that that it's only about love and it's about sharing love with other people that you want to share it with it's not a bad thing and to stop judging it yeah um I see uh, the way we're all living now as a, a, a massive community and we're all here to help. Um, we all help one another, um, and uh, it's, like it's, like, it's a little tribe. Um, yeah, that's the thing. We yeah. we all support one another, regardless of 
um, the dynamic of what the single two yeah. people relationship is. Um, and it, yeah, there's just there's always someone around. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of really lovely. Like I lived alone for a little while, and I'm just like my world is blossoming, having these wonderful people in my life, and to be welcomed into this family has just been just so magical. So yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love our Polly family. <laughs> I love it too. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are disgustingly cute. We get told that nearly on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for being for agreeing to be interviewed today. And that concludes our discussion with Jolene and Fleck. Join us each weekday, 8.30 to 9 a.m. on 2XX FM 98.3 Subject ACT. You can stream us live at 2XXFM.org.au slash listen or catch up on all our podcast episodes at soundcloud.com slash subject ACT or stay in touch via Facebook and Twitter. Community radio needs you, so please help support the station by subscribing via 2XXFM.org.au. Stay tuned for people.